Fear does not exist on this podcast, does it? No, Sensei. Pain does not exist in this podcast, does it? No, Sensei. Defeat does not exist on this podcast, does it? I think we get it. I think we get it. <laughs> Do we? No, Sensei. Hello, interwebs, no. and welcome to Cobra Kai. I mean, close up. I'm your co host, Joe. And I'm Sensei Ryan. And this is Sensei Joe. Today we review Season 5 of Cobra Kai. Full spoilers ahead, you've been warned. So, zooming into our medium shot now. Ryan, tell me how you got into Cobra Kai, and what's your background on the show leading up to Season 5? Well, as we talked about in our uh, defending the Karate Kid franchise, I um, said that I didn't watch Karate Kid until... Until I was uh, a much a much older, uh, I'm not going to say man, because I'm only 24, a much older person. And I watched the films, and I remember seeing Cobra Kai on YouTube. I remember watching a few clips. I think the first episode was actually free on YouTube, and I was intrigued and a little surprised. Because I knew they had Johnny Lawrence in it, but I, actually, I didn't know that they brought back Ralph Macchio for it. So it had my intrigue, but also I was a teenager and paying for stuff on YouTube was, you know, well, it was just, new. You don't do that. YouTube Red yeah, was, was brand new. new. It was brand new at the time. I think that was maybe one of the f first major shows to do it and to be on that platform. Pretty much the only one that survived that platform. Mm hmm. And I believe uh, and then it when. Cobra Kai moved over to Netflix. I watched the first two seasons, really enjoyed them, and then progressively I've enjoyed each season as they've come out. Yeah, so for me, I was, What about you, Joe? I was a fan of the Karate Kid movie pretty much my whole life. I did martial arts as a kid, so that's partially the reason why, I think. But I never really got into the sequels very much until I started watching Cobra Kai, as we discussed on our Defending Karate Kid episode. But I still had enough nostalgia and enjoyment of this franchise that when I saw the first Cobra Kai trailer for YouTube Red, like you, I had interest as well. I thought, okay, so they're doing the joke from How I Met Your Mother, but making a whole TV show about it. Gotcha. Because, well, some... Minor spoilers for How I Met Your Mother. But one of my favorite minor stories in that show was Barney's love of the Karate Kid. And before he got married for his bachelor party, they one thing on his list was he wants to meet the Karate Kid, which in his mind was William Zabka, because to him, Ralph Macchio's Daniel, Rus Daniel Russo was the villain of that movie. So during the bachelor, I am nothing like Ralph Macchio. <laughs> so during the bachelor party, instead of getting William Zabka, they get Ralph Macchio, <laughs> and Barney is furious for the entire episode. But then twist: William Zabka comes after all, and William Zabka has a pretty big role to play in season nine of How I Met Your Mother. He's kind of a recurring mm -hmm. cast member. So. I watched How I Met Your Mother before I watched Cobra Kai, so seeing that joke in, the, in that show and then actually getting to watch the show, I'm like, okay, so they just made a, I think, 
I wouldn't be surprised if the creators of Cobra Kai watched How I Met Your Mother too, and they're like, yeah, we should make a show about that, actually. That's a good idea. Yeah, I don't think I don't think they've come out and said anything about How I Met Your Mother, but the opening episode and a few episodes after that do kind of hint towards Barney's stance <laughs> on the uh, whole thing, especially when um, Johnny is talking to Miguel and says, I was just on the beach by my own business, and then this kid comes up. <laughs> Sucker punches me. Yeah, in a very, uh, you know, uh, not manipulative way, but I think Johnny is just <laughs> biased. It's just he's biased. It's just biased. It's just a biased opinion. That's you know? genuinely how and he's to be fair. It. He was just trying to get back with his girlfriend, just doing it in a bad way. And this kid just randomly comes up. And when you're in a heated moment like that, you're like, "Who the fuck are you?" Happens all the time. The strange all the time in, in movies or just in crowds or or whatever. Especially <laughs> if I'm just out with my guy friends. Or uh, we're at a party and there's like argument going on, and then some guy just randomly walks up and says something. At least without, without fail, someone will always go, "Who the fuck are you? Who's this guy?" And that guy's always like, "Oh, uh, I'm, I'm no way." So that's the story of Daniel and Johnny, and I was invested in it before. And when Cobra Kai came out, I was very excited to see this show. Even more pleasantly surprised when not only did they nail the return of the old cast. But the new cast was actually pretty compelling as well. And I wanted to see the adventures of the next generation of Karate Kids between Cobra Kai and Miyagi-Do. And the show just got crazier and crazier from there. And now we're in season five where, well, season one of the show, the big plot was an ex-80s bully opens up a karate dojo and trains nerds to become bullies. And that's, that's season one. Season five, we're here for the soul of the world, world domination, which style of... The valley. Not just the valley, but the world. Terry Silver mm-hmm. wants to put Cobra Kai everywhere. I still don't know. I've never researched this yet, but I still don't know if the valley is a real place. I think it is. I know it's in, I know it's in LA. I just don't know which part of LA, because the only time I've heard of the valley has been in the Karate Kid universe. I, it's probably a real place. My point is, the show got wild, man. Stakes went up. Yeah, shot through the roof. <laughs> it's nuts. It's it is insane. Where to start? You know what? Let's just start at the Where end. Where to start? I have a bone. I have a bone to pick with you, young man. Oh, do you know? We had talked at length about because you had when during our Karate Kid in defense, I hadn't started uh, season five. But you did, and I said, "Hey, wouldn't it be okay, cool? If, you're going. Wouldn't it be cool if Mike Barnes showed up?" And you're like, "Yeah, it would be cool," and played it super casual, not knowing. You bastard! Yeah, I saw. <laughs> didn't give me that any one. hint that he was there, and I had to freak out while watching it in my break room at work, <laughs> being like, "It's Mike fucking Barnes," who I don't know why he's one of my favorite characters, but he just is, because I think he's one of the best villains that. Daniel has ever faced in the Karate Kid universe. He's one of the most intense for sure. And then and then doing and unintentionally when you talked about oh I don't think I didn't realize was it Julie? The the third girl in the Jessica. Karate Kid Part 3? Jessica. Like oh I think they were just friends. I don't think they were a romantic relationship. Why do you think 
he said that is because she shows up and in in season five, and the whole reason she shows up is because she connected Daniel to his wife. You bastard! You did it on purpose, and you know it. <laughs> well, I di- I didn't do the Jessica one because I was an episode behind on that. Yes, you did. <laughs> Subliminally, you did, and you saw your future self I just watching. Wanna, I just want to. Okay, so the text Ryan sent me after he realized Mike Barnes was in the show and that I sidestepped him. You motherfucker! Question mark, exclamation mark, question mark, explanation mark. Mike Barnes is here! Four exclamation marks. (laughs) It's all in caps. Yep. So that was that. that. I was so stoked to see not only that he was back, but how well he aged. Uh, They've all aged pretty well. Pretty much everybody on this show aged well. But I don't know why I accepted his redemption arc so quickly. And that he's just, he's like, I was a, I was a angry kid who was probably, I would have loved if they said I was on coke. Like, because <laughs> that's what it felt that's like. That's what Terry Silver said. That's what Terry's, yeah. It's season four, Terry said Silver that. said, oh yeah, I was, I, I was on coke. The 80s were a weird time for me. And mm-hmm. I mellowed well, out since Probably they didn't want to say that because he was a kid at the time or whatever. Yeah. And, uh, but he's just a man trying to get by. They did imply he was on drugs at one point, though. Yeah, 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 near the At the very end, they're like, his his pupils are dilated. He's like, what's he on? They're like, Daniel's like, we're all all drunk, and I don't know what Mike Barnes is on. poor furniture store. And the whole reason why he was pissed at them is because his... He the only reason he has that furniture store is because it's ins- it's not insured but it's paid for by the bank and he can't pay that back from the bank. So I was wondering why he'd be so pissed about it. Well, how about he just steals the painting? He, can't, he said he was broke. He just steals yeah. the priceless painting at the end. Think that'll cover Smart. it? Smart. Yeah. Probably. If it's in Terry Silver's house. I I thought oh we're not we're we're not there yet. Anyway, you know what? We're just supposed to talk as we talk. But I was a little disappointed that Mike Barnes didn't have more to do this season. Like, that whole final yeah. fight at Terry Silver's house, he gets knocked unconscious immediately and then shows Ooh. up right at the end. Like Johnny on. dies, like, three times come in that on. scene. <laughs> There's, like, three separate scenes where it's slow motion and Johnny's getting his ass kicked. But it's either through strength or just him being stubborn that he won't fully die. It's the power of and love. You know what's really he, saw, funny? he saw the ultrasound of his newborn, unborn child. Mm. And that I don't know if gave you him know. the strength to something to fight for. This is really funny to me because I follow some of the YouTube drama because just I watch a lot of it. Did you recognize one of the senseis? I did not. One of them is Tyron Woodley, who famously fought Jake Paul twice and got knocked out in the second fight. Twice? So right after... Yeah, so right after fighting Jake Paul, he does this and gets beat up by a bunch of children. Uh, and he, he's the guy who... He's the sensei who... Got his uh, finger cut off, right? Or is that a different guy? I think that might, that might have been him or a different guy, but it's the sensei who was doing the drill with Kyler. Horrible fucking name, by the way. And um, is it Kenny? Who's the Yeah, oh kid? yeah, yeah, who's, Kenny. Who's a... Uh, yeah, Kenny. Kenny. Who's, who's the leader and who's the follower? That That's was a great the scene. Sensei. That's Taiwan Woodley. I love how I remember seeing him being like, I know. Kyler's had yeah. no character development. And it's I amazing. Hate Kyler, but he's supposed to be hated. 
I just on the name alone because I thought it was like I, I thought it was a dumb joke in the first season because it felt very Gen Z name. Oh, I but, also uh, I love that line from him at the at the pool when he didn't recognize Anthony Larusso, and Anthony's like, "You dated my sister. I date a lot of sisters." That's fair. I feel like he would say that. that but yeah, the, the reason I recognized him, I was not happy that I recognized Taiwan, Tyron Woodley. I was I I was picturing and I was who is that? I know him from somewhere. And then you know images flash in your head where you think you know what the person looks like, and then you're like, oh my god, I know what he's from, and I'm disappointed that I know. <laughs> no man. Uh not anything against Jake Paul, but like you know, it's just not something you're you you're happy of remembering. Anyway. I've heard of those fights. I didn't know who he was fighting. I don't know that he won though. Yeah, he's fighting. He's fighting Anderson Silva next. This isn't about uh, boxing. It's about karate. That's right. And the stakes are life and death this time. Even though and nobody, nobody died. Who gets which side of the pool? The the water slide park, which a lot of people might not think is important, but when you're a kid and it's summer, <laughs> it's the only place you want to go. It's very important. Don't you love how the Cobra Kai's cheated? They popped Hawk's thing mm-hmm. while he went down bastards was it kenny that popped it probably poor kenny is he getting he's got well we'll get there but i think he's gonna have a bit of a redemption well i mean he's one he's one of the ones who tossed the cobra kai shirt on to uh terry silver at mm-hmm. the end there so i don't know what they're gonna do for season six everybody renounced cobra kai it's reputations in tatters it's one sense i think they're doing the 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 big tourney sakai taikai yeah, that's so I, I think that's it. And I, I believe they've said that season six is the last season. I hope so. I mean, I hope so in that I enjoy the show, but they just keep escalating mm-hmm. and escalating and like there's nowhere left to go. This is if they yeah. go past season six, the show's gone on too long. Season six is the perfect time to end it, and please don't drag it out anymore. I go through every single year of Cobra Kai thinking this is going to be the year it's too much. This is going to be the year they overdo mm-hmm. it and jump the shark. And it nearly did this year, but in a good way. In, yeah. in that they, they... We don't... It says we're still working all out, that all out with Sony and Netflix. We don't have an official season six to announce yet. What we can say is that we're constantly thinking about these characters. Oh, this does not sound like a proud parent. I mean, once again, the stakes are already life or death. I love that scene when Terry Silver faced off against Shosen with the with the katana, and he finally got to pull out his I, size that he had on him all season. He was ready all year. I thought, and that's why Raphael is the best ninja tool because of those weapons. <laughs> Donnie, that's my only argument. The stick oh, yeah, is a is noble the... weapon. <laughs> We've had this debate before. Was it on air? I, I don't loved remember. It. No, we were, it, it, it was, was at Fan Expo. We were talking about it with Justin, and um, I made fun of Donatello. I was like, he's just got a stick, and then under, and then under Joe's breath, he just goes, the staff is a noble weapon, <laughs> and I was dying inside, because <laughs> you said it, you said it so seriously, that it was really funny, and I appreciate it. I don't hate Donatello. Nobody hates Donatello, but he's great. nobody's favorite but mine. I have to stand up for oh. Donnie. Everybody likes Raph and Justice, Leonardo. Or... Justice for Donnie. Justice yeah. for Donnie. Exactly. Uh, but, but we're yeah, talking I about really Chosen thought, and Silver. Yeah. 
I really thought they were going to kill off Chosen. Me too. Because they were doing that classic writing thing where you nearly had Daniel's him. talking to them and says, a blade on his "Hey, you should. Call, hey, you should uh, Kumiko. Uh, call call Kumiko. Kumiko. Tell her, to her you care about her." And, and they were setting up a happy ending for Chosen, and a lot of if you're setting up a happy ending, usually that means his character's going to die. And then he so gets a when katana he gets, in the back. He gets a katana back. Selfish move by Terry Silver. How dare you? So I was like, oh, he's in a pool. Realistically, if you're bleeding out in a pool, that's really bad. <laughs> that's, it's not good. I think it's worse. Not a biologist. Yeah. But if you're bleeding out in a hot tub, that's worse. Because your blood's, you know. Yeah. It's yeah. all warm and it's moving fast. That's but true. also... They were in like a hot tub sec. It doesn't matter. He's fine. <laughs> this this is a detail that doesn't matter to most viewers. But I was really scared they were going to kill him off because I love Chosen. So this, he takes on six fucking senseis at once. Well, they're also random senseis from the valley, but he kicks all their asses. He, well, that was a good he's, scene. He's early. literally the goat. I texted you. I texted you in episode two. Chosen's the goat. That's literally what I texted you. He is. I like that one scene when Chosen. He did specifically mention, oh, I faced off six senseis from the valley and could beat them all easily. But when me and Johnny tried to take on one of the, I, guess, I think they were South Korean, or, mm -hmm. yeah, one of the South Korean senseis, it, it took two of them just to face the one guy. Yeah. So those guys, it, it really set them up as a lot tougher until Johnny beat them all. I guess you could critique that. You know, it make them look a little less tough when Johnny could just take on so many of them single hand. It was an awesome scene. Mm -hmm. Realistically, awesome scene. I don't know. And I don't remember how he beat them all because I think I was so emotionally distressed from wondering if Chosen was going to die. But uh... it was it's you know, it's the rule of cool. <laughs> it's like if you're if you're watching the show cynically. OK, fine. Maybe that deserves some critique. But if you're invested in it, it's the rule of cool, man. It's badass, yeah, and I'm here for it. Happens all the time. I also thought John Kreese was done. You thought he, yeah, I, I thought so too. I was just like just kill, casually kill him off kill at the this. start of that episode. Yeah, and I thought but it was also a really I was, nice moment. I was a little suspect about it because it was his friend, the guy. Well, it was his friend, and also the blood, the blood on his uh his chest or wherever where he got stabbed looked really fake which is the point but that i <laughs> i was like this show has a big enough budget to make blood look real because they've done it in the past so i was a little suspect about it i kind of would have liked that they were setting up the uh the door and the badge so yeah but i, I didn't i i didn't think about him and because it happened very on in the beginning there was just so much other traumatic stuff well not traumatic but also just uh crazy dramatic there we go. That's the word. Dramax that was happening later on. I thought that was a good ending for Chris because it, he has that therapy breakthrough session. And then for the first time in decades, oh my God. He, he goes to stop a fight and then gets killed for it. I thought that would have been the perfect ending. If they, if they had it there, it's like, oh, okay, he, he died trying to do the right thing for the first time. And How'd you feel about the, the Johnny Lawrence deep fake? The young CGI johnny lawrence i'd have to watch it again it was it was too uncanny valley the first the time thing. i watched it, it was really good and then he and then he started talking yeah i think because that's... you can't find you can't find the same voice it's really hard to do 
I don't th I don't know if it was AI generated. I don't want to say it is. Probably. Because I don't think they would do that. Well, maybe. Who knows? Uh, but I thought it looked really good, and then he started talking. Because the voice, the voice just didn't match up. And I, it was a little wonky, but always, you know, those deep fakes. I think it was a deep fake. Because just how the face looked. Yeah. Uh, that... But I was like, wow, they really just did that. They really just did that. They have, they have so much balls, the, these creators of this show. And I loved it. What did you think of that therapy scene? Do you think, because part of me thinks that, well, of course, he was faking it to an extent to get the badge. But the stuff he was saying, yeah, I think came from a it's real truth. place. Because when Johnny said he's going to, you know, bury Grease's legacy, erase it. And when he's telling his therapist, the best student I ever had says he's going to erase my legacy. I'm like, the fact that you're bringing this up in therapy at all means you're thinking about mm -hmm. it. He got under your skin. So I feel like well, that's coming really from funny. a truthful place. It was funny when watching that ther therapist scene. I was really surprised about how many actors they got back to do that little scene because there was young oh, yeah, Johnny Crease. There was young Terry oh, Silver. I can't even remember. Young Terry Silver. Old Terry Silver. Yeah, old young, Terry. Young Johnny. The Colonel. Oh, yeah. His, yeah, his. The Colonel, too. The one who taught him and karate. Gosh, there was one flashback. I want to know what Jan Kreese's age was because he talks about Johnny in that one flashback back in Korea. Was it yeah. Korea? They yeah, were at? I think, yeah, I think so. With Terry Silver, he's like, he says something to Terry. He's like, I don't know. I got this feeling about this uh, this kid. I think he's going to be really good. And he's clearly talking about Johnny. So uh, is, is like a 30-year-old Kreese training like maybe a 10-year-old Johnny? I feel like the timelines are there if you did some research into it. Because, well, I, let's assume the original Karate Kid is set in 1984, the year the movie came out. Mm -hmm. And they yeah. were, and they were like older high school. They probably would have been like 17, I don't know, like 16, 17 years old in that yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. And let's say Johnny had been doing karate for, I don't know, six years before that. So let's say he was. 10 years old. So that would have made that scene about 1978. It would have been the late 70s. Vietnam ended in 1975. So I think it still lines up. Yeah. I just thought, I just didn't, I don't know why, but my brain just didn't want to connect that. Where it was like, he's supposed to be young, but he's already teaching Johnny. But it was just a personal thing. I can believe it, but it just felt weird to me. <laughs> I don't know why. See, that's the problem is that crease. That's the crease that was introduced in the 1960s, just before he enrolled in mm -hmm. Vietnam. Oh, but that's that, right. Yes. But just, but just before Martin Cove's crease from the original Karate Kid. So technically, crease should be older in that scene. But also, you can't mm. make him like you yeah. cast the you have to use the younger crease, but he can't be older so I, I get why they used the younger one there. I support that. But really, he should have been the older, like the middle version of Crease they can't get without deep faking <laughs> is the problem. I wonder what he's going to what he's going to do, if I'm being honest. Maybe I because don't know. I know Walsh I feel like prison. in season six, there's I know in season six, they're going to set up the Sakai Takai. Like feel like that's going to be the final thing. Who's going to be the ultimate champion? Miguel, which I feel like. Yeah, it's probably going to be Miguel. Miguel's the best but fighter. But that's not fun to me. But that's not fun to me. <laughs> I want it to be 
I honestly want it to be Robbie because he hasn't won anything. He's made it to the final every time, but also my, you could argue Miguel is supposed to be the main or the hero of the story. I don't know. They already showed he kicked. Uh, they already Miguel... showed he kicked Robbie's ass this year. That's true, but I just want Robbie to win something because Robbie's one of my favorite characters. But nice. it would it makes sense for Miguel's arc to do it because he won one, and then he got hurt, and then he recovered, and then he ran away. And so this time it'll be like I had I, I'm not running away this time, and then yeah. he'll fight Jaden Smith. Mm. <laughs> oh, you know what? Why not? Oh God! If you're if gonna that, bring him in, that's true. If you're gonna bring him, in, bring Jackie there. Chan. <gasps> yeah, bring in Jaden Smith and Jackie Chan, just as cameos in the oh Sekai Taikai. <laughs> oh my God! If oh, but he'd be too old now, if wouldn't Pat, he? Pat, if Pat was still alive. I would love to see Pat Pavarita and Jackie Chan. Oh no, that'd that's be too. A- that'd be too. Uh, that'd be a bit much. That'd be too nostalgic. Oh brother. Oh. I thought it was interesting. I just thought about this the other day. How Daniel and Johnny both kind of evenly got the best fighters in the show. Johnny trained, yeah, Miguel and. And Hawk, and Daniel train Sam and Robbie. So four yeah. of the four of the best fighters in the show were kind of fifty. And I guess you know Tori, I'd say, was trained mostly by Crease, so she's kind of the outlier. But yeah, yeah. But everybody else was like, it's kind of fifty-fifty between like out of the main fighters, Daniel and Johnny both had the major hand in two of them. So I think that's cool how they kept it split pretty even. And then once again, yeah. Tori is kind of the outlier. She had an interesting story this year Poor where Tori. she was guilty about while well, getting a trophy she didn't earn. But of course she, you know, she can't let Sam mm-hmm. hold it over. Her. And she's kind of going undercover to, I have one gripe with that. In season four finale, you could believe that Tori won because... She's a great fighter. She's a great fighter. And also, this, the point that Sam didn't get, it could have just been a missed call. Whereas in this season, it's almost, <laughs> it's almost every time Miyagi-Do slash Eagle Fane try to get a point, the ref was like, No! Step over the line. Like, clearly rigged. That's the only gripe I have of it. And the judges were like, I guess he's the ref, so he's right. But also, I'm a a huge sports guy. So I know I've played sports for a long time. I know when refs, they're not cheating, but I know when refs just miss calls because they don't want to take time to do penalties or whatever. And it's actually kind of funny. I'm going off the beaten path here. But uh, in the last three years, I believe it was, an NHL referee actually got fired because they were mic'd up and you could hear them say, oh, I call, I'm butcher, I'm paraphrasing, but he basically said, oh, that was a makeup call to one of his buddies. He literally said that's a makeup call, which proves that this has been happening for years and generations. And they were like, oh yeah, we've been doing this since I got in the league, doing makeup calls and missed calls because we don't want the games to go on. And I remember showing this to my mom being like, you see, professionals do it who get paid. So don't tell me these people back in Kingston don't do it. Anyway, that's yeah. my little gripe. But yeah, I think Tori 
would be a better fighter than Sam if her anger didn't get in the way all the time. Sam was mu- much more composed. I don't know. She's she pretty aggressive, too. too. Set, like, mm-hmm. when, there's that one scene, for well, example, she's when Tori... She's aggressive. she's aggressive in the finale. I'll give you that. You fucking cheated! I fucking yeah, did! Yeah, that's the scene I was going to bring up. You know, she's, you know, she's bringing some Cobra Kai energy there. God. And why is strike it first, when everyone gets, guard, no anyone gets shoved? Why is it when anyone gets shoved, it's always into a dumpster? It's always... Is that a running I, I don't thing? mean just show, but just like in just Hollywood in general. When everyone gets shoved into something, it's usually a dumpster or a trash can. Maybe because it's easier? I don't know. I don't know. Trash cans are kind of like, they're, they're light and they fall over. They're everywhere. It looks dramatic yeah. when you fall into garbage. It's symbolic of something. I don't know. Like not saying that Tori's trash. I push you. I push you into trash because I think you're trash. Well, she is. She is misunderstood, but she's also, you know, as bad as Sam thinks she is. Very angry in many ways. Yeah. I mean, she did bring a. You know, she did bring that weapon and slash Sam's arm, injuring her in season two. That was. That's in the past, you know. That's you know. It's like last summer. Oh, you're right. <laughs> it's been like three to four it's been, years. It's been like four years for, for us. It's but been it, very recently. The show's yeah. only set over about two years so far. That's true. She came out, uh, the actress, Peyton List, and she said she was worried about the age difference. Age, yeah, because this is all role. supposed to aging out of the role. But she's fairly young, and she looks... She's our age. That age group, so... And there's probably only going to be one more season. There's only going to be one more season, I believe, and also there's going to be... Sony announced a new Karate Kid movie, which makes no sense. In 2024, because but the they creator don't know what it is yet, they've just they've just announced it. Because the creator of Cobra Kai came out and said, "Yeah, this movie's got nothing to do with us." But yeah, yeah. So what are they making a new Karate Kid movie for if it's got nothing to do with Cobra Kai or any of that cast? It's going to be the the trainer. It's going to be who's who's really hot right now. Who's really hot? Who's from like that uh, the the uh, martial art background? No. I mean, Jackie Chan could do it again. <laughs> if I'm being honest, I don't know if anyone surpassed him in modern time. Michelle Yeoh. Sure, I would love that. Michelle Yeoh, and then the fighter is it's got to be someone young and hot. So either Olivia Rodrigo or Billie Eilish. <laughs> it's it's one of those two. Oh, uh, I feel like Olivia would do it. Or Addison Ray. Anyway, not talking about... <laughs> we have barely talked about Cobra Kai. So... There's a lot to cover, though. I was really happy we didn't spend half or most of the season in Mexico. Because I didn't want... I didn't want it to be... Johnny and Miguel's dad fighting over Miguel for half a season. And Miguel even... being confused. Because I, af- I was afraid of Miguel being stupid again. They didn't even meet, season, which he's not. Johnny and uh, Johnny and the dad didn't even meet. And I'm a little no. mixed on this storyline because part of me says, oh, you know, that's really nice. Miguel got to meet his dad and get a little humbled by it. He learned that his mom made the right mm-hmm. call after all, and he matured from the experience. OK, but also that plot line lasted two episodes and was not addressed again for the rest of the season. So I'm like, is this set up for later or did they really just mm-hmm. resolve it that quickly? And if it did resolve that quickly, I'm a little bit let down by 
that particular plot line. Even though, once again, I respect how it bit. helped Miguel grow as a person. But... And it, and it kind of helped with Robbie and Miguel as well. I would say, like, a little bit. Because I, I honestly believe if Robbie didn't go on that trip, him and Miguel would never, would not get over their beef. I honestly don't think so. Because I, th- I believe they brought up something at the pool, like, hey, man, just because you came with me on a road trip doesn't mean we're all good. But uh, secretly, I think he's saying, hey, thanks for, <laughs> thanks for coming on that road trip at the same time. I like the scene when Johnny tried to make an escape room to get them to <laughs> oh my gosh. work together. That's so funny. It's like, and I glued it from the inside. And the, uh, the grandma is so funny. She's like, no, don't close the door. (laughs) Never mind. (laughs) She was like, did I do something wrong? It's like, no, it wasn't you, Lola. It's fine. (laughs) It's not you. And then Johnny got, did I mess up? (laughs) And then Johnny got locked in there until Daniel bailed him out later. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Daniel was hammered. Oh my gosh. Well, they all were. That's one of the best scenes of the season is when all... I love how all the ex-Karate Kid villains, yes, jo- jo- yeah, Johnny, Chosen, Mike Barnes, all storm into Terry Silver's house with a vengeance. The three ex-Karate Kid villains going against the current one who is also an ex-Karate Kid villain. That's, you know, that's good fan service. That's fan service done right. This is something mm-hmm. I never knew I wanted to see, but I'm like, nope, nope, this is awesome. Gimme, gimme. I want to see this. It was like event. It was like the portal scene in Endgame. Yeah, it's like I didn't know I wanted to see that, but now that we're here, yeah, I thought you were gonna bring up the part where Johnny is more adult than Daniel. Oh well, that's a good part too. What's where like, Daniel's Daniel again is basically egging Johnny on to fight, trying I to want to do the rivalry thing. He's just so angry. Yeah. His 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 he's drunk. He his wife left him to go hang out with. Their cousin, yeah, so just, mad at you about it. You know, you didn't do it on purpose. <laughs> that one I did. Mike Barnes, I did. I saw her, and the only reason I knew she was something important because the music cue got me. I was like, "Who is that?" And then, so, and then Amanda said her name. I was like, "Joe did it again." <laughs> but yeah, there was a there was a scene where Daniel's hammered. He's trying to egg on Johnny because that's what they've been doing. And Johnny just goes, "What are you doing here, man? Like you gotta take." responsibility for what what you did amanda's pissed at you and you're here trying to pick a fight with me okay now again i was watching this in the break room just like what is this character development is it because he's having a baby i want to get back to that but i also want to say daniel would have every right to be mad johnny there because this is all johnny's fault if johnny had never brought back cobra kai in the first place None of this would happen. And then Johnny's trying to be all mature and bow out of the fight. Like, you started this, man. Your choices are what led us here. And now you want to be the mature one and bow out. Do you get that right? I don't know. But I'd be a little mad at him. That's fair. It's like the fact you brought back Cobra Kai in the first place led directly here. So, and now Daniel's the only one who wants to keep the fight going. But let's get to Johnny's character development. I just wanted to give that as yeah, a reason so, why Daniel... He didn't mention that, but he could have and maybe should have. Because mm-hmm. I thought about that myself later. I'm yeah. like, like what, so did, what right uh, does Johnny have to he, back out of this? Him and his girlfriend uh, Carmen scared. Karma. Carmen. Yeah. I said Karma. That's not a great name. Carmen. Great character. 
Yeah. And uh, have the pregnancy scare when he gets back from uh, rescuing Miguel. But spoiler alert, it wasn't a scare. Yeah. I honestly thought they were going to be like, "Uh uh-huh, I'm not pregnant. Because they do that a lot in sitcoms and stuff. Yeah, well. But turns out she is pregnant. I was like, oh my god, thank god these writers are smart. And they <laughs> they actually do character development. And payoff. And uh, You mean you told us a thing might happen? Well. And then you made it happen and didn't... What's the word I'm looking for? Pull the rug Forget out from about under it. us. Retcon it. Yeah. Pretend like it wasn't a thing. And so... Carmen's like, you need it. You need. You obviously need some time to think and to grow up and feel like what you really want to do. And so Johnny goes, you know what? I like Carmen. I like Miguel. I like this new bastard child. So sorry. <laughs> so what he does is he throws out all his junk, all his you know teenage stuff, all his childhood stuff, and he basically family proofs or baby proofs his apartment. He cleans which, up. Instantly, oh my gosh, what some IKEA furniture can do to an apartment. It looks great. I love how his ex girl how his ex girlfriend, Robbie's mom, walked into the place and pegged mm-hmm. him instantly. Like, yeah. Hmm. I think every character who walked in was like, What did you get new furniture? So you knocked up Carmen, huh? <laughs> Isn't that what she said? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> that's what happened to her, I think. Yeah. And um Except and then, Johnny didn't again, that way in that with her. scene. Even that scene, Johnny was said, Hey, I'm sorry, I wasn't ready to have a kid. I was immature at the time, and I probably could have handled it better. This whole season I was like, Oh my gosh, Johnny is more adult than any of the adults here until he gets blastered, drunk, and goes after Terry Silver in his own home, which is fine. I also like the the parallel between Johnny in season one and now, and I think I forget who mm-hmm. it was who pointed this out to me. It may have been my mom even when we were talking about it. But she pointed out how Johnny was doing gig jobs in season one as well. He was doing, you know, like hanging the TVs and whatever. Mm-hmm. But his heart wasn't in it. He was just, he was a lonely alcoholic who did these gig jobs because it was the only thing he could do. But now he's doing the gig jobs and he still sucks at them. But now he's doing it with a lot more enthusiasm because he's doing it for the baby, trying to show his character growth. He's actually making an effort. He's doing them not because he needs to to survive, but because he wants his family to thrive. And it's just it's just a it's a big show of how he goes about doing the jobs compared to how he used to. And also, it's just really fun to see Johnny get one star after one star after one star reviews. One of my favorite bits of that yeah, was when uh, the Johnny was when the the lady in the Uber is like, "Do you have any Billie Eilish?" Yeah, yeah, and then he throws on Billy Idol. That's so funny because he's such a man of the time in the '80s, and it's not that he's not progressive. I just think he just doesn't care. It's like, not what that was he that line care. in it's season? Just, he, he's just ignorant. He doesn't know. He doesn't yeah, know what ignorant. the new the new what terms What was that line in mean? season four? What was that line in season four where one character said, "Oh, I'm non-binary," and I think he said something like, "That's good. We don't do math," or something like that. He he like it completely goes over his head. He yeah. says something in season four to it when trying to recruit characters. Like it's like that's okay. We don't judge. He says something like that. The one I remember was uh, when he was trying to get Miguel to pose and look all sexy and the girl says she's asexual but he keeps trying to make miguel pose for her and she's like i don't care (laughs) 
but he didn't get why. <laughs> I think that's what. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. That might have been it too. That's what. But yeah, he's just uh, he's ignorant, but in not in terms of. I just feel like he just doesn't care to learn, but also he's not judgmental. I, I think he's just literally just the everyday man who is a terrible Uber driver. But yeah, I remember texting this about you. One of my favorite character moments, who's not one of the main characters, is Amanda. I agreed with her <laughs> for for the first few episodes because this karate beef or whatever is potentially destroying their kid's future and the town. It almost murdered one her firstborn child. Uh, it Sam. also, yeah, and, it all it also nearly got her not on the council she wanted to be on because Daniel was a prick. Mm-hmm. Hey, Daniel, could you not ruin this day for me? And then Daniel goes and ruins it by picking a fight with yeah. Terry Silver that Silver may have provoked. And that was, I agree with you because I agreed with her in that one scene where Daniel was saying, oh, well, you know, he, he provoked the fight. And she's he like, but you, let, but you let him. Mm-hmm, <laughs> You're still exactly. in control of your reactions, Daniel. And you... Poor Amanda. Yeah, you gave in to your rivalry and made a public fool of yourself. And Amanda. It's almost twice now in the in the show that they've almost gotten divorced. <laughs> or have been separated at one point. I didn't blame her for leaving because she's been the voice of reason and against this whole rivalry thing for five seasons mm-hmm. now. And this was kind of the tipping point. But I also understood when Jessica came back and said, Well, you know, you you know, I was there. And it was bad, mm-hmm. so cut him a little slack more than you Well, it's kind of funny because uh, she was agreeing with Amanda the whole time, and then Amanda brings up Terry Silver, and she goes, Terry Silver? That guy is the devil. <laughs> psycho, yeah. Can we psychopath. talk about Terry Silver? I love Terry Silver. Yeah, he is the epitome of corporate everything. He, he's the, he is, he gets everything through money, even at one point where Ter- Tori calls him out pretty early on in the season, says, you paid off that ref. And he's like, like of course nope. I did. We're not going to, I'm not going to take a chance and lose to Miyagi-Do. It's like, but I didn't win. Yes, you did. I just made sure you did. And it's just like, oh my God, this guy has no remorse, doesn't care. He makes John Kreese look like a more honorable man by comparison. It's like, hey, look, uh, Kreese was crazy, but he had a code. That he that he lived well, yeah, yeah. He was trying to turn kids into soldiers, basically, but he was doing it in a way that made mm. sense to him. Silver is just and Terry was yeah. Silver's Silver all was just about trying the, to turn his kids into advertisements. Yeah, it's all about the PR. It's it's a lot more soulless. Like in a way, Crease actually did care about the kids he was teaching, even if it was yeah. more to ensure his own legacy. And you know, but he was trying to create a stronger generation of kids for the kids' sake, I think, ultimately. Whereas yeah. Silver is more... He, he's just making a business out of karate, which is flies in the face of everything Miyagi-Do believes in. Karate is this spiritual, ancient tradition, which helps you more... You know, gives you inner peace, gives you a way to defend the things you care about. It's It's a very spiritual thing, which he's trying to take and plaster cobras on to sell for a buck Mm -hmm. so he's kind of the apex villain of this series 
The villains just get worse and worse and worse and worse over time, and Terry Silver is the worst it can get because he's polluting the ideals of karate, but he's got the money to do it and the influence, and he can do whatever he wants. Mm-hmm. I also thought that was a... Who's... Sorry. I also, felt, I also felt terrible for Stingray this season. This is one of the only seasons I ever felt bad for Stingray. Like, yeah. You're traumatized. This is the only time he didn't feel like a, a shoehorned in character for me. Yeah. I feel like he was just really a comic relief for most of the seasons. Yeah. Yeah. Last season, in season four, it was really shocking. When he, when he got, got his got ass beat. Just by Terry. Yeah. Yeah. Almost to death. Yeah. But this was the one time I was like, oh, wow. He's just actually just scared. Yeah. Like he, this is, there's like actual trauma from this guy. You can't even say what happened to him out loud. He's too afraid to repeat no. it. I also like that he... Poor, poor, yeah. You broke my PlayStation. Well, why are you leaving a PlayStation 4 on the ground, sir? Daniel tries to make it up a buying a PlayStation 4 because we all know that even in this timeline, he can't afford a PS5 yet. Or something like that. Cobra Kai is... Uh, or it's still around, it's around that timeline, even though everyone, every child apparently has an iPhone 13. Anyway, I'm not going to get into it. It just happens in all the movies. Everyone's got a, the new iPhone. Yeah. I also like that scene because that's when Terry beats the crap out of Daniel. I'm like, ooh, you're, you know, the, yeah. the, the villain showing his power here. But, oh, yeah, that also reminds me. I, I love the ending. I can't believe they're the same age. That's ridiculous to me. I don't. I love the ending when Daniel beats Terry Silver using... Terry Silver's own methods he taught to him in Karate Kid 3. That was yeah. beautiful. <laughs> what a great payoff for not just Cobra Kai Season 5, but Karate Kid 3 all the way back in, what, 1989 or something. That's a 30-year that's a payoff where he finally got to beat Terry Silver mm-hmm. for what he did to him. Very, very good scene. I remember seeing some memes when... uh. When Daniel brings the PS4 back to Steenray, there's a lot of comments like, not even a pro, dude. You're rich. I thought about that, too. Funny enough. <laughs> I'm like, oh, you just got the regular? Okay. Maybe you won't notice. Maybe you won't notice. Oh, I thought that was really funny. I had that thought, too. I was like, why isn't it play a PS5? But also, is the timeline. And also, well, that was my first no thought. I thought, well, it. why isn't it a PS5? And I'm like, oh, yeah, you can't get PS5s. Why not at least a PS4 Pro? Anyway. Maybe they uh, couldn't get one of those either. Those are off the market as well. All right, so we should probably uh, wrap up soon anyway. the Oh, there's your timer. Yeah. Uh, so characters. Cobra... Great. Qu- quickly go through character moments. Characters, uh, everyone has great writing. Very happy Robbie and Miguel settled their beef. I Finally. love that they're playful with each other. I love that they're very playful. More so Robbie is with Miguel because I yeah. feel like he has to be. They do that little, the little bump. Robbie gives him like a little like friendly bump during I think near the end of the show or something like that. And I was like, those two kids are cool. I don't know if Sam, I don't know if Sam and Tori will ever sell their beef. She sympathizes though. They sympathize with each other a little more. They though. sympathize. But Daniel also, and Johnny, I think Daniel and Johnny have finally so. buried the hatchet. They're working together really well mm-hmm. this season because they're both finally kind of on the same page. They put their beef aside, and hey, that's nice. After five years, they're finally. Kind of friends. They're going out yep. part. They're going out partying together, going out dancing, drinking, 
beating guys up, getting mm-hmm. carjacked in a limo. That's great. I also there like how the, karate part... kid, how the old Karate Kid villains, like I said, all have relationships too. Like there was a great scene when Chosen and Johnny were talking about what they did to Daniel, but also how Daniel yeah. helped better them as people. So that was that was cool stuff too. They were kind of showing each other up. It's like, well, I did this. I was like, I literally almost tried to kill him. <laughs> <laughs> I think Chosen was like, he was like, all right, whatever. Fair. Yeah, a lot of good fights in this show. Really happy that Robbie and Tori got back together at the end. And also Sam and Miguel uh, with the whole, they're a little octopus. I know it's cute or whatever, but, you know, love grosses me out. <laughs> We're just lonely. Anyway. But, yeah, this is a symbol of their relationship. It's very cute how I love that I'm glad that those couples got together. And the reason why I love Miguel in this season is because he actually is very adult, uh, even though it hurts him. Because Sam had to be figure stuff out on her own. I need a break from karate from you. I want to take time for myself. Couldn't handle the stress of the relationship. And even though Miguel is very hurt by that, he says, yeah. And I think, I believe he says something like, I, yeah, of course I love you, but you needed your space. I wanted to give that to you. Yeah. That was the first time they said love. And I, I believe what's one line that was, I was like, Oh damn was uh, when Tori says, look, I'm not one for speeches, so maybe you should just come over here and kiss me. I was like, oh, okay, Tori. That was good. And Rob was like, damn straight. <laughs> damn. You don't got to tell me twice. No. So I hope, I really hope when season six happens, I want there to be the most awkward double date known to man between oh, no. Tori and Robbie and Miguel and Sam. Hey, remember when I kissed... Remember when I kissed your girlfriend and you kissed my girlfriend and then blah, blah, blah. I think that'd be a parallel between I think earlier on in Cobra Kai mm-hmm. there was that bit when Daniel and Johnny went out with Amanda and Carmen and they kind of had a yep. double date thing but like Amanda and Carmen were totally hitting it off season and, 3 or season 4 Yeah, I think it was season 3. They were totally hitting it off and Daniel and Johnny were fighting the whole time. Yeah, the reason that worked out. I'm pretty sure that was season 3. I think the only reason that so. worked out was because of the ladies, because of Amanda and Carmen. I love how they have a friendship. The, those two together mm-hmm. have good chemistry. Yeah, they're, they're almost like sisters. Yeah, very yeah. good chemistry. I wonder if they'll get married, Johnny and Carmen, or if he's just going to have a bastard child. <laughs> they'll, they'll probably get married. I don't think Johnny's ever been married. I keep saying it because I'm a Game <laughs> of Thrones fan, okay? Everyone who's not married or has a kid is like, am I a bastard? Johnny wasn't married to Robbie's mom I don't think he's ever been married. So it would be, you know, to complete his... Robbie's a bastard. <laughs> big shocker. But uh, he redeemed himself. That's really funny to me. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, th- I, think, I think that would be nice for Johnny to end up married by the end of the show. It would kind of... Uh, mm-hmm. It would show how much he's grown. Season one, Johnny was once again alone and woke up on the floor covered in beer everything you know has posters mm-hmm. of naked women on the walls doesn't even know how to use the internet by the end he's married with a baby on the way had you know re- rekindled his relationship with his son uh repaired that has a stable relationship as a surrogate father figure in Miguel is a career man rediscovered his passions in life he's he's got a good potential for an ending mm-hmm. here and I think they can bring and it I home. believe, I believe this is the last summer before their senior year of high school. 
I think they're Bible done. Leaf? I think I think this is the last summer before college. Are they completely done? Oh, that might be it too. The older kids. Are oh done. yes, because uh, I think there was something where at one point. Oh no, I think I'm thinking of Stranger Things. Never mind. Where they're talking <laughs> about acceptance letters. Yeah, I think I think but I don't know old... if they ever brought that up. I think the older kids are okay, done I, now. I don't know. I don't know. The, the, the college doesn't matter. It's all about karate. <laughs> Unless one of them goes to UCLA or something. But yeah, what one thing that I wanted more of was I kind of wanted more of Robbie and Tori. Uh, not them together, that I mean, which would have been good too, but just them in general. I wanted more Robbie um, in general. I, felt to- I don't think Robbie got yeah. a lot to do this season in general. Besides being like, guys, stop. Stop fighting. Yeah, I mean, he was uh, kind of like... With Kenny. Yeah, he was kind of like, yeah, Kenny, God. don't fight. Yeah, Tori, don't fight. Oh, Miguel, we're cool now. But, like, Miguel had stories. Are Tori we? had stories. <laughs> Kenny had stories. But Robbie was kind of just... He didn't really have a story. He was a supporting character in all those stories, but he didn't really have anything of yeah. his own going on. So that's... His hair still looks good, though. Fantastic. Still got, still got the abs. Still got, you know... I don't know how he does it. I don't think like Hawk re- Hawk really didn't get anything going on this year either. He got his blue hair back. Yeah. Other than that, he kind of messed around with his hairstyles a bit. Yeah. In that tattoo, yeah, that tattoo store. Yeah. Uh, what was what else? Dimitri is there. Yeah, Dimitri's he didn't get okay. any. He didn't get anything <laughs> to do this year either. The biggest twist of all: penis face goes to Cobra Kai. Oh yeah, I was gonna mention that. I love how they... Why would you switch? Why would you switch? Because you guys don't call me penis breath. (laughs) Shut up, penis breath. (laughs) Oh, yeah, penis breath. He's like, I've made a mistake. I'm pretty sure he's one of the only ones that stay in Cobra Kai, right? Near the end, or... I don't know. Because I don't know if all those kids leave. I think a lot of them Jeez, imagine... Imagine, okay, so I think Kenny's more evil than Anthony was last season, because not only did Anthony get swirlied, he got swirlied in a used toilet. That was terrible. That was the one I was like, that oh, that's just evil. There's bullying and then there's evil. And yes, there's a difference. Okay, so like <laughs> Anthony, you know, Anthony mocked him a bit online. He made he made a fool of him. He put milk in his locker, but Kenny's yeah. just straight up going I, which for I love abuse. That, which I love that Sam called him out on. It's like, you put milk in his locker? How do you even do that? It's like, it wasn't me and my friends. They wanted it, but you still did it. I mean, they're they're both bad, but Kenny's taking things too mm-hmm. far. So he can still find redemption. Of course, he is. I mean, his I I still like Kenny though. His dad's in the military. Knew... His brothers in juvie. Yeah. He's got a you know he's got a unstable it's family genetic. life. I still like Kenny because I was happy he stood up to Kyler because I don't like Kyler. He's, he's just a better a leader than Kyler. Frat boy. And um. I mean, he almost did kill Robbie <laughs> with that, with the, uh... You mean Hawk? Five-point palm technique. <laughs> yeah. I felt so bad for that. I felt so bad. And that, but, again, he redeemed himself a little bit when he realized, oh, Terry's not a good person. Maybe Robbie was right. And, uh... I don't think he's gonna he forgive Robbie, though. Here. No. I, didn't they try... Didn't Robbie try to talk to Kenny... When the police showed up at the end, yeah, but he then just I said, think don't. Kenny left, or was like, he said, don't, 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 don't right now, you yeah. know, yeah. All right, we better wrap up. We're going, 
Going over on but this. Yeah, John Kreese escapes. What's going to happen in season six? The Sakai so, Takai. We all know it. So long story short, there was some Jackie Chan and uh, Jaden Smith. Hillary Swank comes back. She'd better. They brought literally everybody else back. Mm-hmm. Just do it. They li- literally everything. Everything. You should bring back. What's a funny character to bring back? I'm trying to think. They brought back. Everybody. They should bring back. They should bring back the referee who was in the uh, the soccer match in Karate Kid Part One, where <laughs> where Daniel Strip like soccer punches one of the bullies. Is it? Oh That's yeah, it. I remember. That. You're out of here. I remember that. <laughs> Just for fun. Oh, There's man. no corner of this universe they haven't unturned, except for anything in the next Karate Kid. That's the only thing they haven't mm. touched yet. I have. I think heard, that'd be a, that'd be a great poll. I have heard some people suggest rumors that the new Karate Kid movie could be about her, because if it's got nothing to do with the cast yeah. of Cobra Kai, but they did say it's not a reboot. They did say it's set within the original Karate oh, Kid. No, they said it's set within the original Karate Kid timeline, but the creators and cast of Cobra Kai are like, well, I don't know, it's got nothing to do with us, though. Which pretty much only leaves Julie Pierce and Hilary Swank. So it's like, okay, so you're either doing an original movie set in that timeline that's got nothing to do with Cobra Kai, or it's about her, because she lived in Boston. Watch it be like Karate Kid, but in New York. (laughs) Yeah, so that's an interesting way to... What's the point? Yeah, so I'm I'm interested to see what they do with that. And uh, yeah, Cobra Kai, yeah. fantastic show. It's one of the best shows on TV. It's it's crazy. It's so goofy it's, that it's good. But it's not just goofy. It's it's goofy. It's over the top. But it's also got a really strong well, emotional depth. It's about the relationships mm. between parents and kids finding redemption, repairing r- broken relationships, passing on either ancient teachings or teachings just. A few generations back, it's about loyalty to your your clan, whether they're it's Miyagi Do Cobra Kai or just yeah. blood relations. It's there's a it's lot got of actual good comedy. Yeah, it's funny. It's got action. It's got really good action too. It's well choreographed, well shot. It's, mm. it's got good action. It's got good comedy. It's got emotional depth. It's got silliness, goofiness. It's got world-ending plots, but also you know, high school relationship drama. It's got, it's got everything. The show is everything. And I love it. And gets a full on recommend if you didn't realize by now. Yeah. Love the show. Love the show. It, it, it gives me hope for in the future because a lot of shows like this that are comedy based don't have stakes that make sense or as well written as this show. But it just shows that you can have a show that is comedy-based, that can be super dramatic, and can have high stakes, and have it all make sense if it's planned out well enough, and written well enough. Yeah, I, I love this show. I love every character. Pretty much every character, except Kyler. Uh, but he's, you know... I, I, I you, you hate him, and that's the point. So, in a way, I do love all the characters. The, every character yeah. is well-written, well-defined. Even Dimitri. He loves being, you know, the nerd. Gives stats, you know, which is good. Because Miguel and Robbie sometimes need it. And Dimitri will, like, give out a stat, and he's like, that's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Dimitri. Uh, 
But yeah, I really love this show. And I can't wait for hopefully the final season because I don't know where the, yeah, if there's a I season seven or eight. If you don't like the show, flash forward, I... flash forward 10 years where they have children. It's like, oh no, there's going to be a time in our lifetime for sure where there's going to be sequels to sequels. The sequels. <laughs> it's just going to happen. Of course it is. We're gonna get like, like what happened to Ray? Yeah, Skywalker. I was about to say Ray, Sky, to... Ray Skywalker. What happened to her? And uh... what happens what to relevant now? I don't know. We're what happens see... to Creed's son? Death. Oh, actually, that might be a good movie. I just realized Creed's deaf child. Wow. Anyway, we're gonna see um, uh, what I just had a thought. We're gonna see. I don't know. Rooster's kids. We're gonna see the. <laughs> we're gonna see please no please don't do it the the childs of uh captain america and peggy carter we're gonna see oh uh we're gonna see uh what's his name tony stark's daughter yeah i think they try to bring her or they might bring her in i don't know it was supposed to be the girl from 13 reasons why in a deleted scene we're gonna see uh cassie lang is gonna be the next ant-man uh Sure. We're I liked gonna, Cassie when she was a... She was very... She had, they had good chemistry. When it was the very scene, young though. Cassie and Eric went there. No, the very young one. I know. I can't judge... Uh, I, was saying, I, can't, and, uh, I can't judge old Cassie, I just said though, Aaron Paul. I, Paul Rudd. <laughs> Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd and... They, I think they had very good chemistry. All right. And, uh, but the older... Ca- yeah, you can't judge she the older Cassie. She had one scene. All right, let's wrap her up. That scene got me emotional. When she... When he goes, you're so big, I was like, oh... <laughs> What an emotional movie. I'd give, I'd give my life back to see that first time in theaters again. What a joy. What an experience. One of the best theater experiences I've ever had. Mm-hmm. Might be the best. That I and No tell. Way. That way and No Way Home. I don't know which one was better. Probably Endgame. Endgame was better. Because No Way that. Home was just more so of... <laughs> yeah. Endgame was all the emotions. Like, for example, here, when I saw Daredevil in No Way Home, it's like... Okay, yeah, I was probably one of the only ones who recognized who that was in the theater. But how do you replicate mm-hmm. something like Cap wielding me in air, hailing lightning down on Thanos? And, you know, No Way Home didn't really have moments that got... So this is September 30th right now. Seven episodes of She-Hulk and Daredevil is still not there. We're not talking about She-Hulk. So right your, predi- your, done. Prediction, done. your prediction of him coming done. up I quit. in the last episode... <laughs> She-Hulk will be a separate... Watch Charlie Cox Cox come back, and they had to give him a new direction to make it a different universe. And it's like, who are you? And he just full-on just goes, I'm Daredevil. Like, they just change his voice completely. (laughs) Oh, no. Joe loves Daredevil so much, so I I hope they don't do that to him. Look how mad he is. Look him in the... He doesn't even want to look at me for suggesting it. Joe, I was kidding. It's a joke. It's, no. it's, it's a nap. It's not gonna. I, I'm one of those people who thought I would nearly rather have seen Daredevil just die with season three than bring him back to ruin him. I am already not happy with how they handled Kingpin and Hawkeye. I don't. I'm, I'm already like tensing up for how they're gonna handle him. In rumors like, are he's gonna have an eye patch in the Echo show. All right, let's just wrap up. Why? Well, I. I <laughs> Because I know in the comics he survives the gunshot wound. Anyway. 
we will always find a way to talk about Marvel or Star Wars. You know why? Because it's everywhere. Anyway. Oh, I start. That's why. Anyway, <laughs> you can find me. <laughs> I was like, what's he waiting for? I just realized it's me all the time. Well, you can find me at, uh, on TikTok and on Instagram at Ryan Walker Official. You can find me on Instagram and TikTok at ThoughtPlane Media and our Facebook page of the same name. Also check out the Close Up with Ryan and Joe Facebook page for latest updates. If you listen to us in audio, check out our YouTube channel. And if you're on YouTube, find us anywhere you get your favorite podcasts. Find further film discussion. Spotify. And Apple Amazon Music. Music. Samsung. Pandora? I don't know. I don't even know what Pandora Whatever is. Whatever else. I just heard it's a thing. Your mom's vinyl records. Not on Pandora yet, but we are in review from... I know, anyway. it's, I know it's very exclusive. Your grandma's vinyl records. I'm sure it's there. We'll, we'll get that one Maybe day. one episode. We'll sneak it in. Find further film discussion and entertainment reviews on thoughtplane.ca forward slash articles. And if you'd be so kind, you can support Thoughtplane Media on Patreon. Link below. Also, be sure to leave us comments and reviews as that's a big help. And how about clicking that like button if you enjoyed this? We hope to see you on the next close-up with Ryan and Joe. Till next time. And always remember... Cobra Kai! Strike first, strike hard. No mercy. No mercy.